Punkanoi Worldwide. Thank you for joining. This episode, we hop in the time machine, go back 25 years. I'm dating myself. That's when I graduated high school 25 years ago. And great memories were going to the Warp Tour. A young punk, really just kind of getting into punk in those high school years as in Salt Lake, uh, if you didn't know somebody into punk, there wasn't a lot of punk to get into. There was like one radio channel that played some punk, X96, and that was like, you know, a lot of the bands, I suppose, that might have been on the Warp Tour, your Blink-182, uh, Rancid, No Effects, and so forth, right? That, that era of punk, they did play that along with, you know, alternative music uh, at the time. but. Uh, thank you to X96 because they did expose uh, me, at least, and then whomever else. Because back then, it, the internet was just getting going. Uh, didn't really have the accessibility. I mean, even at that point, it wasn't quite Napster yet. It was like a year or two before Napster got big, I think. I definitely was never using it, but I think it was around that time. And uh, for me personally... Love punk music. Wish I would have got into it earlier. Just didn't know other people that were into punk. I mean, into this style of punk for sure. Went to the Warp Tours. Uh, a little history on the Warp Tour. It started in 1995, and its last one was in 2018. That is the Warped Tour tour. That is. Uh, I think they still do or did maybe till the pandemic, like one or two shows, but not like the tour, and. The tour, awesome. It was in Australia, I think, in the winter months for North America. And then they would do U.S. and Canada. And I think I was, the first one I went to was probably 95. Could have been 96. I forget. Uh, I even had to look up all the bands because I went to pretty much every one of uh, the Warp Tours for five, six, seven years, maybe somewhere in that range. I forget that as well. But... Uh, a lot of great bands that came through. little nostalgia here, a little throwback uh, as far as, you know, picking a year. You know, it would be hard to really collect a lot of data on all of those Warp Tours. But getting it going, those early years were, were definitely what got it going for so many years. And a lot of the bands, including the bands, and we'll go over a long list. Uh, I'm going to play a handful of bands. Some of the bands that I was listening to around that time, more memorable bands. Some of the bands I do remember. Some of them I don't even remember getting to see there. But I'm sure I did, unless there was multiple stages playing. But again, the punk that was getting played, so the bands that I was familiar with then are going to be different than now. So without more talking, we'll get into a little bit more details about Warp Tour and this specific Warp Tour. Uh, I'm going to just go alphabetically because that's the list I was looking at. So a handful of bands that appeared on the Warp Tour 1998, alphabetically, uh, 8 Degrees, 22 Jacks, that band I do remember, 98 Mute, All, I remember All, uh, Amazing Royal Crowns, remember the name, Anthrobia, don't remember that one, The Aquabats, definitely remember Aquabats, Atomic Fireballs, uh, Bad Religion played June 30th through April 9th. The tour was, for the most part, I think that was the North American. Yeah, that was the North American tour portion. They didn't do Australia that year. Which brings us up to the Bouncing Souls. Love the Bouncing Souls. Listen to the Bouncing Souls way back then. Liked them a lot. Oh, and by the way, all the bands that we're going to play here are all 
releases that would have happened at or prior to the this particular warp tour. So obviously a lot of these bands have been around and put out a lot of great music. So the Bouncing Souls, we're going to kick it off with a maniacal laughter that they released in 1995. It was their second album. Uh, they did form in 1987. And, you know, I'll throw out the social medias. A lot of these bands are still active. So if you, for whatever reason, aren't following them, you should probably go check them out and follow them. Uh, at Bouncing Souls on Facebook and at Bouncing Souls NJ over on Instagram. They're from New Brunswick in New Jersey. Uh, definitely a lot of bands, you know, a lot of North American bands played the Warp Tour, at least on this specific year, but they always did get one or two, uh, and we'll, we'll go over that in a minute. Let's get to some tracks. Uh, all but two tracks of the 16 that we're going to play here. I have not played previous, but I'll explain why when we get to those other ones. So let's get to it. The Bouncing Souls off Maniacal Laughter. It's The Freaks, Nerds, and Romantics. <laughs> souls, the freaks, nerds, and romantics. Anybody that's my age or thereabouts, uh, older, younger, but somewhere, you're going to think back to this time, and yes, all of these great songs will probably bring back some memories. And if not, you're too young, uh, you know what, a lot of great tracks that maybe you didn't hear of from some of these bands that are fantastic, been around a long time, and maybe you want to go back and check out some of their deep cuts or deep back catalog, whatever you want to call it. All right, so 
we're going to go Bouncing Souls. Also, Cherry Pop and Daddies. Yep, uh, they were a big band on the radio around that time. Definitely saw them. Cigar played. And then you had Civ. Man, I was super excited. I had that CD. Uh, fantastic band. Set Your Goals well, came out in 1995. Uh, the band Civ is named after Anthony Civarelli, who was the vocals, but also vocals for Gorilla Biscuits before that. Uh, they do have a Facebook page, at CivNYHC. Obviously, they're from New York. If you're not familiar with Grilled Biscuits, you should check them out as well. Uh, Set Your Goals, such a fantastic album. I've played several tracks from it over the last couple years between Punkanoi Worldwide and SLC Punkcast. So I'm going to play two as they're shorter. Imagine that, uh, NYHC, right? Uh, we're going to play them back-to-back. Let's get into Gang Opinion, immediately followed by Do Something. Check that album out. If for some reason you haven't or haven't in a while, set your goals, Civ put out. Flawless album there. Fantastic. Great live show. Warp Tour was great. Hot as shit, just like it is right now. It's July. A uh, little more detail, I guess, on those dates. So 
Uh, the Warp Tour start date was January of 98, and that was uh, January 9th in Auckland, New Zealand, and it ran through January 24th in Melbourne. So what did they do? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine shows in Australia. And most of the bands did both sets of the tours. The, the next version, or the North American tour, started on June 30th in Phoenix, Arizona. So fucking hot as shit, but we're all out there doing, getting after it, I suppose. Uh, July 1st, uh, Del Mar, California, then Irvine, Lake Tahoe. They took the 4th of July, or sorry, 3rd of July off, but Lake Tahoe, they were going on the 4th. Uh, San Francisco on the 5th, Seattle on the 7th. Then they did a Vancouver, B.C. show on July 8th. Then Oregon, Estacada, Oregon. I don't even know where that is. But they played at the Timber Bowl. Then in Nampa, Iowa, Iowa, Idaho. And then they're here at the fairgrounds in Salt Lake City, uh, July 11th. Should I remember going to a couple of them, a couple of the last Warp Tours. And lines, I mean, incredibly long lines to to get in. Like, I thought getting into punk rock bowling had some long lines, and maybe it was just inefficiency of the fairgrounds to get people in, but those lines, super long. You definitely wanted to get there early, not just so you didn't miss out on the early bands, but the lines got really fucking long. Uh, we'll, we'll go over more of the rest. It went, goes through uh, August 9th, so several more dates. Uh, we were just playing Civ. Also played was Crumb, Defcon Doos or Dose, Defcon Dose probably, and then brings us to Deftones. They only did the North American uh, tour, just like Civ and Bad Religion, but Deftones, holy shit, that was the first concert I went to, probably '95-ish, I want to guess somewhere in that range. Uh, they opened because it was right after Adrenaline came out. And before this Warp Tour, I think around the fur had already come out, but I'm picking something a little bit earlier. So off of Adrenaline that came out in 1995, though the band did start in 1988, I think they put out like a maybe a self-titled cassette tape or something, but then Adrenaline, their first album, I'm going to call it first album, uh, that came out in 95, and they are at Deftones on both Instagram and Facebook, still going strong. Uh, I picked a track I hadn't played from them off of Adrenaline as from both the, I think I've seen them three or four times in the 90s. And this particular track, Nosebleed off Adrenaline, I, I vividly remember. Great track live, so let's do it. Here we go, Deftones. <laughs>
that song awesome that's why i had to pick that one though around the fur just came out for you're not for specifically but that same year prior to them going on tour fantastic good stuff deftones out of sacramento next up we are going to work our way down that list uh first we're going to go from uh deftones because we're still doing alphabetically uh we're not going to go very far we're going to get to the dropkick murphys first i want to say Man, I'm a huge Dropkick Murphys fan now. Sadly, I don't even remember seeing them there. They, uh, they were there. I'm sure I saw them. Didn't know who they were. Uh, embarrassingly, probably back around that time, maybe I knew at that point better, but somewhere in them high school years, uh, I remember seeing the DK on stuff, right? And I knew of the Dropkick Murphys, and I thought that had something to do with the Dropkick Murphys, not knowing right away at least, that it was Dead Kennedys. So yes, embarrassingly, that's what you get being uh, an uninformed punk, that is, back in Salt Lake City in the late 90s. Anyway, Dropkick Murphys, great band. They'd only put out one album at this point, as the band did start in 1996. Uh, it came out on Hellcat Records. Mike McColgan was the, the vocals for Do or Die, which did come out in 1997. If for some reason you didn't know any of that, then you probably didn't know they're from Boston, but yes, they're from Boston. Now, at Dropkick Murphys, you can go check them out on Facebook and Instagram. Al Barr joined after that. Al's been kind of unavailable while they've been doing that Okuma Rising album, but uh, still great. I just saw them play, like I said, he's been unavailable, so I uh, just saw them at Punk Rock Bowling, played without him. Was, uh, I definitely prefer the band with Al performing, but he's unable to at the moment. Uh, back then, I'm sure I saw them. I wish I could remember them. It is 25 years ago. I've seen several shows since then. I wish I had a better memory for some of those things, but what do you do? Either way, they were there. Playing stuff off of Do or Die, such as this track right here, Get Up.
Get Up, that's Dropkick Murphys. Great stuff there. Continuing on the list, other bands that played. El Centro, Farmer Boys, Filibuster, Four. Don't remember or even know of any of those bands at this point. Uh, sad to say, I mean, I don't know if any of them are, are, are playing. Uh, Friends of Rome, I know of them now. Definitely don't remember if I saw them. Fu Manchu, definitely remember the name from back then. Don't remember the band. Furious Four, The Gadgets. Uh, the Get Up Kids, I definitely know the Get Up Kids. The other two, unsure. Gob, I don't recall. Guttermouth, definitely know now. Sure, I saw back then. Brings us to the band H2O. Love H2O. They are fantastic. Originally out of New York. Uh, they formed in 1994. Toby Morse, if you're unfamiliar, he's uh, he does vocals in the band. His son actually has been drumming for them at some of their shows recently. Uh, Toby Morse originally was a roadie for Sick of It All, who's awesome, and they weren't on this particular work tour, but a uh, great band, and that's where he got going. Uh, and just as a side note, if you like podcasts, One Life, One Chance is one that Toby Morse does. This album was on Epitaph, as so many of the bands that are probably on this list, and we're also on Warp Tour. This is their second album, Thicker Than Water, and it was it came out in 1997, so just the year before this came out. And again, it was their second album. Uh, they are at H2O Go on Facebook and H2O underscore NYHC. Now, I'm going to play two tracks. First, Ever Ready. I know that was one of the first tracks I think I heard from H2O. It, it appeared on like one of those punk rama or punk rama or whatever it was. Uh, got handfuls of those. Uh, they were either handed out at warp tours or you know skate shops whatever i wish i could remember better as to where i got them but i remember getting it and i remember that uh, that was the first track i heard and then off of thicker than water hadn't played that on any of the shows and that title track's pretty awesome so for that reason we're going to play them both here we go ever ready then thicker than water and uh, both of those tracks are off of thicker than water so here we go Yeah. 
take aside my face to all the heartache you've been in everything I've come to pay. It's more you can see. Hey, Roy, so take aside my face to all the heartache you've been in everything I've come to pay. It's more you can say. Thicker Than Water, H2O, great stuff. Both those tracks, fantastic. And like I said, that Ever Ready one, first one I heard, Punkorama. Uh, I don't know if they still do those kind of things. I mean, CDs are less common than, than they used to be, at least back then. And vinyls come back, and it's probably way too expensive to be putting uh, promo vinyl together with several songs on it in the same fashion that you would get something like uh, the Punkorama. So... Uh, great stuff, though. H2O, go. Next up, we are going to work our way down the list. Just one. It goes to Hatebreed. This band, I like Hatebreed. I think they're pretty cool. They're kind of the metal core or whatever you want to call it. Uh, they started as band in 1994 off of their first album, Satisfaction is the Death of Desire. Uh, that came out in 1997. We're going to play a track called Before Dishonor. They're from New Haven in Connecticut, if you didn't know, and they're at Hatebreed on Facebook and over on Instagram there at Hatebreed Official. So let's do it. Let's get some more. Before Dishonor, here is Hatebreed. You see, it's not the blood you spill that gets you what you want. It's the blood you share, your family, your friendships, your community. These are the most valuable things a man can have. I'll choose my own I will not be a man 
tape read before Dishonor, though I enjoy them now. I probably didn't even know if I, I can't even remember if I saw them or not back then because I don't think I was familiar with them at the time of the 1998 Warp Tour. Uh, next up, though, uh, on the list, bands that played Hepcat, uh, High Standard, they did play. And they did play through the Salt Lake City show. So, again, the Salt Lake City show happened on July 11th. Uh, High Standard actually only played June 30th through July 15th. So they did appear where I was, but not uh, for, you know, the other half, as it were. Uh, Next up, Homegrown, then Incubus, which at the time, I bet I didn't know who Incubus was. I don't think I really knew who Incubus was until maybe closer to the 2000s. But that I could be wrong. I'm not sure. Kimuri is on there. And though I'm familiar with the name, not that familiar with the band. Uh, Kid Rock, I think I was... I, I don't remember Kid Rock at the time. I was listening to Kid Rock, I'm sure. Can't remember if it was before or after this. Uh, Latex Generation... Then L.E.S. Stitches, those two bands not familiar with. But brings us to the next one, Less Than Jake, out of Gainesville, Florida. Definitely played several Warp Tours and such. Uh, They formed in 92. Their first album uh, came out in 1995 called Pezcore. We're going to play a track off of it, though they did put out two other albums from 95 till before that Warp Tour in 96 and in 98. They're at Less Than Jake on both Instagram and over on Facebook. Let's get into a track I haven't played yet off of Pez Court. It's called One Last Cigarette.
One last cigarette. That's less than Jake. Uh, I think back to those warp tours, and really, like I said at this point, I mean, they're, they're like images. I can picture being there. I can picture seeing bands, you know, bands that uh, Stabbing Westward was there one of the years, and, you know, without looking at it, I don't remember, but I remember seeing them. I remember Goldfinger a handful of times. Uh, Reach Around, if you remember that band, Reach Around, I remember seeing them, Black 47, uh, bands like that, you know, just I, I could picture seeing them on stage. I could picture Rancid. Well, we're going to actually get to Rancid here in just a moment, but it, it's like still shots at this point, 25 years ago. Unfortunately, I don't remember as vividly as like the shows I went and saw last week. So uh, great bands, though. It's fun to get back in the time machine, think back to hearing these songs and, and having them been played while I was cooking, because in fucking July, it's like 100 degrees outside <laughs> in Salt Lake, and it's dry heat. So it's not as bad as those humid areas. Anyway, uh, we are going to go one more in line there, alphabetically, and that's to The Living End. They're from Melbourne, Australia, like I said. They, they do work in some bands from out of country, uh, and I'm sure they did the uh, Australian leg, too, as that's what it appears. Uh, Living End, I was listening to them. They only had the Living End album out, I think, at this point. Oh, wait, okay, so I'm incorrect. Originally performed, the band originally performed as the Runaway Boys, but they did form in 1994. Uh, from 90 to 93, they were the Runaway Boys. As the Living End, this was their first album, self-titled The Living End, and they are at The Living End on Facebook and at The Living End AUS on Instagram. I think they've had the same lineup since 2002, so congratulations to them. Uh, off of that living end, I have played Prisoner of Society before. It's been a few years, but I'm going to play that one again. That one I vividly remember. Definitely a big song uh, for those years. For me, anyway, cool song, cool band. Uh, they did have some great releases shortly thereafter this year, anyway, after 98. Uh, let's get into it. Here we go with the living end.
Legendary. It's classic. Uh, if they have a greatest hits, I have no idea. It's for sure on there. That's the Living End, Prisoner of Society. Uh, before we get back into the music, I'm going to quickly go over the remainder of that summer portion of the tour. Like I said, Salt Lake City on July 11th. Almost always a Saturday in Salt Lake. Uh, uh, every time that I remember going, always a Saturday. So very lucky here in Salt Lake. It's obviously not the same for everybody else, but uh, Boulder, Colorado on July 12th. Tulsa, Oklahoma on the 14th, Fenton, Missouri 15th, Chicago on the 16th, Milwaukee 17th, Somerset, Wisconsin on the 18th, Lawrence, Kansas on the 19th, Pittsburgh, PA on the 21st, Pontiac, Michigan 22nd, Cleveland, Ohio on the 23rd, and exactly 25 years ago, they were uh, kicking off more shows in Toronto. And then they had Montreal and the 26th in Quebec City, then back to the U.S., the 28th in Buffalo, Northampton, Massachusetts on the 29th, 30th, Philadelphia, PA, Washington, D.C. on the 31st, New York, New York on the 1st of August, Asbury Park in New Jersey on the 2nd, Jacksonville, Florida on the 4th, Pompano Beach, Florida on the 5th, Orlando on the 6th, Houston, Texas on the 8th, and wrapped up the Warp Tour 98 in Austin, Texas on August 9th. So give you an idea of where it went and hopefully it's bringing back some memories to some of you out there that are like, oh yeah, I remember when it was in my town. Well, I do too. Uh, to continue on the list, Mad Caddies performed, Marky Mar Ramon and the Intruders. See, these are things like, I wish I had better recollection of some of these bands. Uh, Mel performed the Mighty Mighty Boston's. They only did August 4th through August 9th, so I did not see them that year. Wouldn't have, I, though I do remember seeing them in other years. Brings us to MXPX. Uh, cool band. Haven't listened to them too much recently, but uh, I definitely was listening to them as back then, and they had some cool stuff. Uh, they were a band in, or started in 1992. Their first release was in... 1994. We're going to play something off their release in 1996 called Life in General. They're from Bremerton, Washington. They're at MXPXPX on both Instagram and on Facebook. And the track that I have yet to have played that comes from Life in General is Chick Magnet. Stop. 
ta ba ta ta ba ta ta ba ta ta do do. Magnet, that's off life in general, MXPX. Uh, after them, alphabetically, bands that did perform that year were also Napoleon Blown Aparts. Definitely don't remember that band, but that's a fantastic name. Uh, no Use for a Name played July 14th through August 2nd, so not in Salt Lake City. And then that brings us to No Effects. They seemed to like they played most of the years back then. Uh, and maybe that's just... I don't know, the way I remember it, but uh, nonetheless, if you're unfamiliar with at least their origins, I'm sure most people know no effects, but they did start way back in 1983. By this particular Warp Tour, they already had eight albums out. Uh, off of their sixth album, which was Heavy Petting Zoo, we're going to play a track that came out in 1996. Uh, it was also released on Epitaph Records. And they are at No Effects on both Instagram and Facebook. So you can go check them out. I think they're doing their last shows, I want to say this year. Uh, they, they just did some last shows in Europe. Uh, so they might be wrapping up as a band. Originally out of L.A. And a track that I haven't played but definitely remember listening to a lot back then off of Heavy Petting Zoo. Listened to a lot of tracks off of Heavy Petting Zoo. It was Hot Dog in a Hallway. It was funny. I remember being a teenage boy listening to shit like this, laughing my ass off. Uh, here goes.
No effects, hot dog in a hallway. Yeah, I think y'all figured out what that is. If you didn't know already, uh, next up, we are going to work our way from no effects through Oz Motley. Oz Motley. I don't even know who that band is. O-Z-O-M-A-T-L-I. Uh, definitely don't recall if I saw them. The Pie Tasters, though. Uh, Portrait of Poverty. The Pristines. Punk Rock Karaoke. Back then, I definitely had no idea what the heck Punk Rock Karaoke was. But <laughs> obviously now, that they wrap up all Punk Rock Bowlings. And then that brings us up to Rancid. Definitely a fan of Rancid at this point, and still a big fan of Rancid, one of my f- absolute favorites. Uh, at the time, they had released Life Won't Wait in 1998. It was new. The band had only been around since 1991, so I think this is like their fourth album at this point. One, two, three. I think it's four. Uh, and they are, they you know, they're originally from Berkeley in California, but... They do have Rancid, at Rancid on both Instagram and Facebook. If you don't know about it, go check them out, right? Uh, about their social medias. Stay up with them. They're still doing stuff. They were just playing shows over in Europe, too, uh, last month. Yeah, in June. Off of Life Won't Wait, because I definitely don't get to that album enough. Uh, they have so many other great albums, and so many other other albums get talked about so frequently. Well, hopefully they were playing a couple of these tracks uh, at the time that I was going, you know, listening, they were probably playing stuff off of And Out Come the Wolves, but hopefully a couple cool ones. Uh, I can picture these ones being played, so hopefully they were. So off of Life Won't Wait, we're going to play two in a row. First, it's New Dress, immediately followed by Something in the World Today. I knew 
Fredrickson for doing vocals on both of those tracks. Uh, Life Won't Wait is a great album. I think all their albums are great, though. So that's not saying much coming from me. But, uh, man, love being in the time machine. Love going back. Love picturing those. The the venue that we have here, uh, the fairground still exists. And that's where all of the warp Tours that I can remember and all the warp Tours that I ever attended were... And great place. Uh, they were able to set up several stages and even a couple indoor stages. Uh, I remember all the, the skate ramps that they, they had kind of central in, in between all of the, the stages there, too. Uh, you know, again, it's just like still shots, like pictures, a lot of merch tables. I remember those back then. Definitely didn't have a lot of money, so I, I'm sure I didn't make my way out with too much merchandise, even though I, I think I probably picked up a little bit here and there. Uh, I can think of a few things. So let's get into the next band. It is the the Real Mackenzies, next alphabetically even, and they're from Vancouver and B.C. Uh, off of their self-titled The Real Mackenzies, 
the band started in 92, so in 95 they put out self-titled. They are at The Real Mackenzie's on both Instagram and on Facebook, and the track is called Lac Lomond. <laughs> I've yet to play. You know, I'm talking about, you know, I was trying to play tracks that I hadn't played. Podcast started in 2017 for SLC Punkcast. This one started in Punkadoy Worldwide, that is, started in 2019. And then we just started Power Radio in 2023. And so we get, you know, me personally get in the habit of playing stuff more recent, you know, a lot of new stuff or, you know, stuff more recent than 1998. So it's cool to, jump back in that time machine and go focus on a period of time like that. And such a, a cool period in my life specifically. Great memories. Uh, as we start to wind down, just a couple bands left. 
Uh, I'll say that, you know, Warp Tour, we were very lucky. We always got the Warp Tour. Like I said, it's always on a Saturday, too. Fortunate for us, you, you know, back then. Uh, I, I don't know. I guess in the summertime, being a teenager, I probably would have been able to make even weekdays. But uh, jobs, you know, after that 1998 uh, probably would have been tough to do during the week. So, anyway, X96, that radio station I was talking about at the beginning of the show, they also did their X96 big-ass show, The Bash. And it was very similar to what you get, you know, multiple stages, one-day deal on a Saturday at the Fair Park. So, we were getting two a year during that window. A lot of similar type bands, you know, same type of a, a show. Uh, several stages and so forth, uh, as what you would get warp tour. I mean, the last few warp tours was so many. Uh, I don't know, ten, twelve different stages. Usually, two stages next to each other, alternating, and you'd have several stages going on at the same time. So, uh, fortunately, they they would always have a large variety there, and so you would typically get to see the ones you like, but if you liked a large variety of music, then you were kind of shit out of luck on who you'd see. Very similar to what you get there in Blackpool at Rebellion Festival and other large festivals. Anyway, let's get back to the music. Uh, we were just with The Real Mackenzie's fantastic band. After them, Ario Speed Dealer, uh, <laughs> Reverend Horton Heat, Royal Crown Reviews, Save Ferris, definitely remember all of those. Uh, not Ario Speed Dealer, though. I'm unfamiliar with that one. The Slackers, I mean, legendary bands, the lineups that you would get. I mean, these would be like great, great lineups that you would get nowadays because so many of these bands are so big and a lot of them are actually still playing. Uh, Sloth, The Smooths, Snapcase, The Specials, uh, right? This The, the lists uh, here, the, the great lineup. Anyway, brings us to Strung Out. Uh, cool band, did an interview with Jake Kiley on episode 80.5 with Mark Hardcore on one of the handful of episodes of Mark Hardcore. He was filling in for old punk Chris at the time, and we did some interviews together, and Jake Kiley, we did one, talked about uh, Strung Out, and you know, obviously they have a lot of newer albums since then, but Suburban Teenage Wasteland Blues came out in 1996. The band did form way back in 1991, so... Just over 30 years as a band for them. That interview, again, SLC Punkcast 80.5 was December 18, if you want to go check that out. At Strung Out on Facebook and Instagram. They're from Simi Valley, Valley in California. And off of Suburban Teenage Wasteland Blues, here's the track, Better Days. <laughs> Yesterday I gave everything now I want something back Wanna end it all, I wanna see the 
stuff uh from strung out we work our way down the list to swinging utters but they only played july 24th through august 9th uh strung out actually only played june 30th through july 16th so they did play the salt lake show but did not get to several of the other areas so sucks to be those other areas you know like the, the texas new york and all that but what do you do uh swinging utters didn't make their way here, but they did play it, the, the festival, at least about a third of it, it looks like. Symposium, then Thumb, then Tilt, who did make their way through Salt Lake, but they did June 30th through July 12th. Then Unsane, which some of these bands like Symposium, Thumb, and Tilt, and Unsane, not familiar with, but, you know, obviously Swinging Utters definitely am, uh, though they didn't play it. Brings us to Unwritten Law. They did the tour, and Unwritten Law, cool band. Uh, they are based out of California. They are at Unwritten Law and at Unwritten Law Official over on Instagram. They formed in 1990, so they'd already been around for a while. They put out their self-titled release in 1998. Definitely a big release. I've played several tracks off of it over the years. Uh, was a big fan of Unwritten Law back around those days, but one I haven't played yet, still a good track, too off of that self-titled that came out that same year as Warp Tour 98. It's Harmonic.
written law, harmonic, good stuff. For the next one, we don't travel too far. It's The Urge comes right after Unwritten Law and The Urge. Uh, great band. Uh, I was definitely listening to this band a lot. Now, the drawback is, is I actually was going over their album, Master of Styles, that came out in 1998. Uh, definitely was the one that I knew of. First time coming across the band, though the, the band's first album actually came out in 1988. Uh, they're out of St. Louis, Missouri. I have played this track uh, jump right in off of Master of Styles. And to be honest, I was going back through the album and I just wasn't that familiar. But I remember this track. I remember them playing this track. Uh, it was really great track. Definitely something I was listening to that came off the radio here. At least Salt Lake was playing this one. So The Urge off Master of Styles. Here we go. Jump right in. Keep me out of danger to her stand in the doorway of distress no time to waste just jump right in yeah. 
jump right in. Cool track again. Uh, I don't know what else to say about that one. Uh, they the album was cool. It's just I didn't recall any of the other things. Anyway, we're gonna wrap up the show. Last band, uh, U.S. Bombs played, uh, followed by the Vandals. We're gonna play the Vandals. Uh, Voodoo Glow Skull, Voodoo Glow Skulls played the July 18th through August 1st dates. So obviously, I didn't get to see them. Zebrahead and then the Ziggins. So there you go. That's going to wrap it up. We're going to wrap up the music with the Vandals. They released Hitler Bad, Vandals Good in 1998. The band started way back in 1980. They had eight albums out by this Warped Tour. And they're from Orange County, if you're unfamiliar with them. The band is at The Vandals on Facebook and at Vandals Official over on Instagram. We're going to play People That Are Going to Hell. But I'm going to throw in a bonus track, Come Out Fighting. It's actually a cover uh, of Pennywise. And Pennywise put that track out on the Pennywise album that they put out in 1992. So maybe at some point this show or the punk cast will have to throw that original Pennywise version in. But as a tribute to Pennywise, because I know they played plenty of Warp Tour 2, just not this particular one, we're going to throw that on. So here you go. Two from the Vandals off of Hitler Bad, Vandals Good.
come out fighting. Great cover. They did a fantastic job. Hope you enjoyed the ride back in the Time Machine Warp Tour 90s. We went 98 as it was 25 years ago. So way to celebrate uh, if they, I don't know if they're still doing those, like I said, the couple regional shows that they might do. Definitely not a Warp Tour, more like a Warp show. Uh, I have no idea. But hopefully if they are, Anybody who's around gets to go check them out. I'm sure they're putting on great bands as they did. The lineup there was a great lineup for that year. Up next, though, we do have some more bands from the UK. The next one, uh, I had been playing some classics. We still got a lot more classic bands to get to, but the next episode, I'm going to focus on uh, some newer bands mostly and some more interesting sounds, duos, trios, and stuff like that. So... Be on the lookout for that, and uh, we'll see you on the next one. (laughs) 